0: Make sure that we maximize every moment of it. Tell somebody by you, finish well. Finish well, finish well, well, I tell you. Sometimes it's easy to start. You know, some people just have a habit of starting things. They get excited. When they start a new relationship, they get excited. When they join a new church, they get excited. (laughs) My first example wasn't good, I'll give it. (laughs) You never expected that. You have to always expect that. You know, when they start a new job, they get excited. But it's always the middle and the end, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It's good to start well, but it's better to finish well. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning, isn't it? Yes. Those who are victorious are those who end well. And are those who are able to stay in the middle. The most frustrating part is the middle. Do you know that? Of anything, the, the, listen, when you go to, when you are going to uni and go to first year, it's exciting. When you are graduating, it's exciting. But those times in between, <laughs> do, 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 do you get it? Yes. And it applies to everything, you know? The reason why a lot of marriages don't work is the middle. Do you understand? Yes, yes, yes. Because the middle is always filled with a lot of mundane (laughs) and routine and normalization. That is why as a human being, as a Christian, don't get excited with the beginning. Don't get excited. Do you understand? Yes. When somebody says, I love you at the beginning, that's nice. Wait for thirty-five years and see how well you can say it. Do you, oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. You, you, know, yeah. Uh-uh. Whether well, it's a job, and that's why even with serving God, I haven't seen. I haven't seen people who can serve God amazingly for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't. And if you are easily deceived to think that this is a proper shepherd, this is a proper serpent. You are joking. You have to take your time, go back for your limo. Do do, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And that is why last week, this week, you know, all we are saying is that God, we are grateful. Do you understand? And we want to appreciate the great values in serving God, isn't it? As we learned from Jonah, it's not easy. (laughs) <laughs> it can be very, very, very uneven, and um, we have to overcome all the issues. And today I just wanted to ask to look at a few verses and see why we need to appreciate serving God. Amen. Not everybody gets an opportunity to serve God. Do you know that? Yeah. You can be a Christian but never have served God. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The book of Ephesians. We'll just look at it a little bit and look at a few passages. And maybe some of them we'll go and read them at home. And then we will go home. Then once again, I am reminding us Christmas is coming. Don't waste money. Don't spend on unnecessary things. Yeah, bless your family. Let your family be happy. Cook nice food where you can, or order nice food where you cannot. <laughs> but don't waste. Yes. yeah. Most people's depression is like the first week of January. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's true. Yeah. In this, in this land. Yes, and also in America. Sorry? Of January. Yeah, because all the credit card um, invo- uh, statements will be coming. They'll be landing. You see, that's the thing with buying things with card. You feel like it's it's not money. <laughs> all you think is that it's numbers. You, especially now where you don't... First, you had to even type in your PIN. Now you're swiping. Contactless. Contactless. That's even the... I didn't even realize that this whole apple pay is also a demon. Because you it's just like making hello, how are you? (laughs) So second week in January, third week in January, to whom it may concern. (laughs) Dear sir. (laughs) Reverend Sam says January is like 50 days. It doesn't end. I mean you can easily use your January salary your February salary to offset foolishness in December. And the thing is that it's not even about the spending but even spending it on the right people and spending it on the right things. Do you understand? Yes. So maybe if you have a spouse or you have children or you have your parents or something and then you bless them or you do something within reason that you know you can do you understand but it's all the extra bits that don't matter do do you get it yes some people have a child who is two they bought toys for them that are for seven year olds eight year olds that they can't do anything or even they bought toys for them that are two but they bought like 15 and of all the toys, some of the toys were 35 pounds, 40 pounds. Then there was this one that came with the um, kids' meal. You know the kids' meal, they put a toy in. The one that came with the 2.99, that's their favorite toy, all through Christmas. Christmas Day, you'll be watching them, and the only thing they are playing with <laughs> is the two ninety-nine. <laughs> Sally, did you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Crystal, did you hear me? Yes, you just, it's just a waste. Do, do you get what I'm saying? And it's worse when you know you cannot afford it. Do, 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 do you get what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Is it still there? Toys R Us is still there. Thank God I don't go there anymore. But um, You're welcome. It's a very nice shop. You have to go there. After that, going you have, go. oh, you have to go. Oh, you have to go. Oh, you have to go. You have to go. You have to get Lego and you see, sometimes you deceive yourself by saying that, why am I not preaching my message? It's a message. You deceive yourself by saying that I'm getting an educational game, maybe Lego, and then I'm getting a, it's, all, it's not <laughs> true. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yes. I always say this Christmas because I want all of us in January not to have attitude. <laughs> I want us to come to church. Attitude attitude, attitude, plus fasting doesn't work. You know, I want us to come to church in January. And what you say is that, oh, I rested. You know, and that's all. And resting is zero. It costs approximately zero pounds. If yes. In fact, when you are resting, you can't oh, because it's when you go through the shop, ask for sleep. It's not <laughs> do, 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 do you get it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm planning a few things, and then I thought of you. Why is that? Uh, why is your tree looking so miserable? Oh, after church. <laughs> you didn't do it. Who did it? Or they tried to help you. Yeah. Ah, they said they started for you, so finish well. Okay, yeah, this this Christmas, uh, Bula said that we can eat a little bit more than we usually will eat, and we can eat a little bit more of bad things, so for some, I've decided, it's just okay to me, I don't know if she's watching, but I decided that tomorrow I'll call, um, I'm say, and order uh, meat pies. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, you and yes, yes, and then, uh, and all the other things, oh, of course it's bad, which part of meat pie is good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I feel like maybe, hey, your wife is looking, don't you want me to buy your house? You want me to buy your house? Ah, uh, they say you enjoy it more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get like a box of the meat by, and all the other things that come. with. December. Oh, this is f- f- chapter one, Ephesians chapter three, it Paul forgot to write this bit, and then he just said, so let me give you then, <laughs> Yeah, because, you see, when you have the lie-in and the resting, it must come with the necessary accoutrements, which is Coke Zero with ice, with meat pie, with plantain chips, and then, yeah, for breakfast. The, the way you pay overwhelm, I'm not telling you lunch, because i how tell you lunch. Year, so. But you see, I'm saying this to say that you can spend 20 pounds, whatever, and you will enjoy the whole Christmas. Then we'll come back ready for the fast. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow I'll be ordering it. I should, uh, yeah, I'll be ordering it, and then. But you too, you enjoy it. Yes, the only problem is that some people they don't do microwave when they are warming it they turn the oven on try to have the crispy. Ah, you didn't know that one. Oh, don't warm in microwave, warming oven. Ephesians chapter 3. Listen, I have to preach. Let me preach something, I beg you. But if somebody delivered this Christmas. Yes, 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 yes. Don't go and waste money. Cook food you won't eat. You know very well that Brussels sprouts you don't like it. But they say Christmas comes with Brussels sprouts. Then you go and get it and throw it away. Then you go and get that uh, raspberry jam thing to put on your turkey. You don't like it. Stop it. Go and get chili, the thing you like, and eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunday, um, Minister Yiji, your wife introduced me to something. I can't say it because Mila is here, but <laughs> I told her that is the best thing she's ever done. She said, "Now she said she did a small bowl to test." I said, she "Please do a big bowl." <laughs> we are we are not afraid of, a, but someone she told me what it was. It was I was shaking. I thought anyway we are fasting in January will be okay. <laughs> and we are Ephesians chapter three. We we'll read from verse seven. We are going to look at some of the amazing things. Ephesians chapter three. We read from verse seven to thirteen. The NLT. By God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving Him. By spread, I told you I'll preach, or oh, you didn't think I had a message? I had a message. I mean, the Christmas one was just—it's on my heart. When I see people wasting money, Reverend, Samuel really gets to me. It really, really hurts me. So at least CICC, I can deliver. I can't deliver everybody. Do you understand? Yeah, but at least CICC, I can deliver. Especially those uh, mince spies. They're horrible. By spreading his good news. (laughs) Though I am the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege. This is one of the Christmas things. I don't know if she's watching and she has an opinion on the meat pie. Just do the meat pie and let us eat. That's all. Um, he, You see, some of you, when I tell you that I want to live healthy and I come back and I say, I have changed my mind, listen to me. Just listen to the voice. <laughs> Though I am, because now when I order these things, then my mummy to be like, hey, mommy, you sure? You don't want, yeah, I'm sure I want the meat pie. And the." This. Though I am the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Verse 11, this was his eternal plan which he carried out through Jesus Christ our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please, Don't lose heart because of my trials here. I am suffering for you. So you should feel honored. Amen. This is part one of the scripture. Paul was such an amazing servant of God. Amen. And he's listed a few things here, which I just feel like I should put back into your memory. And the first one is that... The reasons why we need to appreciate serving God is that it's a privilege. He says that he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles. He says that I have been given the privilege of serving him. I have been given the privilege of... You see, a lot of the time we see serving God as a favor... Do you get it? Yeah. And sometimes we just restrict it to duty. But it goes far beyond duty. To a privilege. Amen. Mm-hmm. And the next one verse says is that God's purpose in all this was to use the church. The next thing is that there is a purpose. Your service of God, and I think Reverend always says this all the time, that we have choir, we have this, we have that, we have that, but ultimately, all of it is to, for us, to facilitate that that which what what God wants done on earth. Amen. The ultimate plan is an eternal one amen all our service has should have an eternity ringtone to it because sometimes we can be quite myopic in our outlook we are just singing for christmas or we are just going for evangelism for this or we are having a barbecue for this or we are dancing for the lord or we are you know do you get what i'm saying but there should be an eternity mind. I believe that if we have that eternal mind towards what God is doing, we'll be more reverential in our attitude. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yes, we won't serve God anyhow. We'll be more mindful that there is an eternal plan towards what God is doing through our service of him. That's why the verse 11 says that this was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Jesus, through Christ Jesus, our Lord, which we are continuing. Amen. Which he has left in in our care. So Christ came, shed his blood, opened the gates, tore the veil, and now we are there to direct, to usher, to help, to enable, to sustain. Because remember last week when we looked at Jonah and we looked at we realized that serving God has no end. <laughs> Do you understand? The people repented, but by Nehum they were back on the block. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there is an eternity. Everything else is time limited. Eternity has no time limitation. And that should let us also appreciate the magnitude of our service. Do you know that if you feel like what you are doing is a big thing, you do it well? If you feel like what you are doing is an important thing, you do it carefully. Do, 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 do you get it? Yes. There are people, those two of us, maybe Sally would be a good example to ask her how she cooks on certain times and how she cooks. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, she's nodding. Yeah, they say, This one is for. And then this one is (laughs) for. Yes, one of them, mm, the other one is. mm. So if you can think of it, that this thing is a magnificent thing, you treat it differently. What I'm doing is an extremely important thing. What I'm doing is very relevant. What I'm doing determines where I will spend eternity and where others will also spend eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have to appreciate the need. We have to appreciate the need. And so Paul told them that don't lose heart at all. I'm suffering for you, so you should feel honored. Somebody has to serve. Somebody has to serve. Do, Do you get it? Yeah. It's unfortunate that the body of Christ, we have left serving to very few people because we don't appreciate the need For service and I guess that those who who are serving have also not encouraged others to serve sometimes because of how badly we serve Do, do, do you get what I'm saying yes, if I am, if you are in the choir and maybe I'm thinking about joining the choir and I hear your conversation about how you are insulting other people in the choir I'll give it a miss Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. Yes. Hmm. Let's continue Ephesians chapter 3. Let's read the last few verses. Let's read from verse 16 to 20. It says that I pray that from his glorious and limited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And what are we supposed to use that empowerment for? Hmm. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Verse 18. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. It means that we need power to understand the love of God. That's why some people can't handle the love of God. That's why some people cannot recognize the love of God. He says that may you experience the love of Christ through, though it is too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That is another amazing blessing that we need to appreciate. That is the power that is made available for us as we serve him. That you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Verse 20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is letting us know that serving God comes with a certain level of power. That we may not recognize or we may not use. Do you know that sometimes we don't know the power we carry? Because you said oh, I'm, I'm just an usher or I just cook or I just sing. No. There is a ap- power available for the service you are given. Luke chapter 9, verse 1 to 6. I told you that I'll just give you a few verses and we'll go home, isn't it? yeah officially this is the last midweek service next week we are going to listen to the lessons sing the carols have a digestive cookie and a glass of milk i don't even know how that i don't even know what does that mean what does that bit (laughs) me milk i didn't know that it was part of the process i don't even get it and then chestnuts and then we need a fireplace then we are sorted. I mean, I don't know what verse, what chapter? Luke chapter 9. Let me finish so we can go home. Verse 1 to 6. One day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them what? Power and authority. To cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. When I read this particular verse and the last one underway, I get, I really panic because we need to find out why is it that not all the demons are being cast out and why not all the diseases are being healed. Do you understand? that tells me that are we really seeking for more of the power and are we receiving more authority? Because it takes a certain level of authority and a certain level of power to go and try and play some games. Yes. If you are going to try and fight, why do you think Zelensky has gone back to America and said that we need more ammunition? Come go and play with some small, small toys. Listen, there are people who have tried to cast out demons that the demons rather have come into them. Because you are going to joke with things you shouldn't joke about. You yourself, you are so naked and so open, then you are come to open your mouth. The demons that have already left in you, you don't know what to do with them. You are come to cast more. Okay, we are come to join our brothers and sisters that are already in you. I am saying that we need to appreciate the power that is supposed to be at work in us so that if it is not there, you go sort it out. If it's diminishing, you go top it up. Yeah. Because sometimes your level of fearfulness is a sign of the absence of power in you and the absence of authority. Yeah. That's why some of us, I, I'm even surprised, I didn't realize that now, especially in Ghana and some of these places, all these, um, what do we call them, weird um, occultic things, they have become very strong. They, in end, they say, you, I'll take you to wherever that village is out, and then people are beginning to get scared. It's because you yourself, you don't know the power you carry and you don't know the authority you have. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Take nothing for your journey. Don't take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food, money, or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake its dust from your feast as you leave to show that you have abandoned the people, those people. So they began their circuit of the villages, preaching the good news and doing what? Healing. They're sick. 2024, may you have audacity and courage to pray for healing for others. To pray for healing for yourself. To have the confidence and the authority that when you say come out, it will come out. When you say I am healed, you are healed. When you say you are healed, the person is healed. Sometimes we should say... Oh, we'll be trusting God, we, or we'll put a caveat, if God wills. Of course he wills. He says that I'm giving you power and authority over all demons. He didn't say some. Over all disease. That means that there is no disease that you cannot call the healing from above. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Hmm. The last thing I wanted to mention is that we are also witnesses and also should be partakers of miracles. Yeah. Okay, we have a few minutes so we can read the passage. The passages are long, but we'll read them. I want to read Luke 9 and 17. There is a special ringside when you are serving the Lord that you shouldn't only be witnessing the miracles you should also be what? A partaker of the miracles. Because church workers, pastors, ministers, we can easily become the ones who are most familiar with signs and wonders, and with miracles. Do you know that? Yes. I have just noticed that sometimes when you can go for a very big conference, whatever, yeah. In fact, if you watch a lot of somebody like Benny Hinn's crusades from... uh, How many times are the people who are healed or touched sitting in front? You'll find somebody who was not planning to come for the meeting... Somebody who just came by. Somebody who didn't mean. And those who, were, who organized that huge program, they're just waiting for it to finish. So that they can dismantle the tent or lock up the place. Or... May God help us. That we are witnessing the miracles, but we are not partaking of it. 2024, we should not only see it, but we should be inside it. Luke chapter 9, I'll read from verse 10 to 17. When the apostles returned, they told Jesus everything they had done. It's funny, but this particular story, which is in Luke, Matthew, Mark, and even John, you realize that it's one, because a lot of the... Um, episodes that you find in the Synoptic Gospels, you come to realize that there's always sort of a slight variation or perspective. But this one of them that you always realize that it almost follows on from John the Baptist being killed, his head. But who also asks, you have to be careful of the women around you. Of all the presents you can ask for. (laughs) Of all the presents you can ask for. I want a gift. I'd like a head. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. When the apostles returned, they told Jesus. So they were telling Jesus what had happened. Everything they had done. then he slipped quietly away with them towards the town of Bethsaida. But the crowds found out where he was going and they followed him. He welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom and he healed those who were sick. May we be used for great signs and wonders. 2024, yeah. Yeah. I saw the CICC calendar, the draft for 2024, and I saw that next year we are going to be having monthly miracle service. Amen. Yes. Once a month, there will be a miracle service. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Because we have fought power and authority. Late in the afternoon, the 12 disciples came to him and said, Send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. That is why I'm saying that you can be witnesses to miracles and things and become so familiar. I mean, for them to have been with him and seen all the various things that he has been doing and they can't even imagine that he can feed these people. But Jesus said, you feed them. That's why I like the NLT. <laughs> Which means that he knew that this thing, you people, you, you people, you can do it. But then they said, "But we have only five loaves of bread and two fishes." They answered. So this conversation is between the disciples and Jesus. It's not the crowd. Do you understand? So the inner workings of the miracle—the crowd don't even see it. They may benefit from it, or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? Oh, church workers! For there were about five thousand men. The Matthew one says were well, besides um, children and. Jesus replied, tell them to sit down in groups of about 50. So the people all sat down. Jesus took the five loaves and two fishes, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept, he kept giving the bread and the fish to who? <laughs> So they could distribute it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted. So this one, they were not even doing that. Let's share it small, small. They all ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. I think that Jesus did that for them. Because why didn't they have 20 baskets? Because there were 12 disciples. Yes. So even though everybody got food to eat, 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 the servants, the church workers still got extra baskets. May you have an extra basket. May you have an extra blessing. There is reward in serving God. There is reward in serving God. There is, they say that nobody has left father or mother or houses or, and in this lifetime, not received. But you have to expect it. Do you understand? You have to believe it. You see, the thing is that when you are serving God, you should have both an eternal mindset and an internal mindset. Because, you see, even though eternity will be amazing, your life here on earth is also part of your service to God. Yeah. Because as you are telling people, you see, what happened in a certain dispensation and in a certain generation was that they became so heavily minded that even the songs they used to sing was that this earth is not my home. I'm just a passer by the... And then the world will look at the church and it's like, hey, this level of suffering is too much. Shy. Why? And that is what the devil used to destroy the church. And that's why I'm saying that we have to be eternally minded and also internally minded. Because now we're also entering into a dispensation that in our attempt that the world will see how amazing God can be, how well God can bless, how well God can elevate, how well God can lift up, that we no more talk about heaven, we no more talk about hell. All we talk about is what? Miracle, no data, Jesus When you look at Matthew 14, that same passage there, you realize that immediately after this one, they left, and then God, Jesus, performed another miracle by walking on water. Yes. That one till today, nobody has been able to walk on water again. In fact, of all the disciples, only one attempted, and his attempt was short-lived. I say we need more power and we need more authority. As for me, I don't even like swimming. So this whole water thing, I think I'll be one of those servants that will skip. Not because I, I can't do that miracle, but it's just that me and water don't have very... By virtue of location of um, genetic and... <laughs> no, no, mine is worse than Pazam. When it comes to the water matter, no, 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 no. We don't do water. We don't. We like mountains and hills. <laughs> oh, you don't get what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's look at Second Kings and then we'll go home. Yeah. We should be audacious. Yes. Twenty twenty-four. You should be audacious. And you should also be heavenly minded. You see, when you are heavily minded, you are not afraid of man. When you are heavily minded, you are not overwhelmed by setbacks. If you prosper, amazing. If you don't prosper, because no dead person is defined by their prosperity or lack thereof. Even the people that when they are... Do you know there are some people that when they are burying them, they put bars of gold into their coffin? Yeah. Me, when my father died, a few months later, my mom told us as we grew up that the whole coffin was taken out and all important things taken out. (laughs) I don't know so, even what I mean. I don't know if there had been a conversation of what he would like, or whether there were some family traditions of things that were put in, were put in, it didn't matter, or he had to be reburied, yeah. W- without those things, or else I don't know. I will go and check. Or were those things replaced? <laughs> it does not matter. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you are heavily minded, if you are blessed on this earth, amazing. And the thing is that when you are heavily minded, you will be blessed on this earth. But when you are chasing earthly things, you never catch them. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's an absolute mystery. I don't know, but lately... People that I've worked with in various places. Pastor Sam, I don't know whether it's now that they've realized the level of my pastoral anointing. Yesterday, a lady sent me a message and she was like, Oh, do I have a few minutes? And I was like, So I called her and she was like, Oh, yesterday was her birthday and that she was calling me to pray for her. Full atheist. I'm not really a church person. And then after that, she still sent me a text. And she was like, that was extremely meaningful to me. I said, if you are heavily minded, it will affect earthly things. May we serve God from a heavenly place. May we serve God with a heavenly mindset. You see, if you are serving God and you are, you are doing it unto God, all this I'm angry, I'm annoyed, I won't sing again, I won't work again, I won't serve again, it won't come. But it's when you are looking unto man that you get hurt, you get offended, you get affected. Because you feel like it's man that's taking you to heaven. Or you feel like it's man that is rewarding you. Yeah. When you see the level of intensity with which you appreciate thank yous, you know that you are either very earthly minded. Do you understand? Because when everybody's like, thank you, well done, well done, well done, then you feel content, you are in trouble. Especially when some of us occasionally forget to say the thank you. We are getting better, but as you can see, we are still not there yet. (laughs) did he do? May you have that authority and power that even unbelievers will want you to pray for them. Just now, I've told all of them. I've even uh, tried Jesus. Just now, that anybody who, I don't know if it's God who's sending me, sending them my way, but when they come, my only one advice is that, yes, thank you so much, Gloria, that means so much, and then they put the exercise in there. And I prayed. I don't even know if they understand. Do you understand? Yes. May all your secret prayers be answered me, the Lord. I should have even put a gown on and made a prayer fully. Yeah. Let me just read this verse. I want us to go home in two minutes. Second Kings chapter 4. When you go home, you can read all of it. It's very nice, but I'll just start it. Verse 9. It says that, she said to her husband, this is the Shunammite one, I am sure this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build, so before that, they would feed him and then, you know, give him somewhere to rest. He said, let's build a small room for him on the roof and finish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay. When he comes by. How many of you know that that service? One day, Elisha returned to Shunem, and he went up to this upper room to rest. He said to his servant Gehazi, tell the woman from Shunem, I want to speak to her. When she appeared, Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her. Have you thought, why couldn't Elisha just ask the woman, but The the seventh had to ask, was the interpreter. I said, some of us, we are so in the inner circle of manifestations. And still. I mean, we all know what happened to Gehazi in the end, but let's look at the good side. Let's not go far. Tell the woman from Shunem, I want to speak to her. When she appeared, Elijah said, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? 2024, many people will be asking you that. What can we do for you? How can we help 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 you? Because of the appreciation of the service for God. Reverend always says this, isn't it? That we buy goodwill. It's not cash, but it's more than cash. Because this woman was a rich woman. In fact, she's described as a wealthy woman. What can we do? Because everybody has need. Everybody has need. Every time one need is sorted, another need rises up. Every time one need, whatever your current need is, is just for this season. In another season, the need will change. Recently, I realized that somebody's need was how to deal with bald head. How to do the transplant. (laughs) (laughs) There's a place in London that you pay thousands or thousands of pounds and they'll put small, small hair inside the head. (laughs) Elisha said, can we put in a good word for you to the king or to the commander of the army? No, she replied. My family takes good care of me. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son, and her husband is an old man. Call her back again, Elisha told him. When the woman returned, Elisha said to her, as she stood in the doorway, next year at this time, You'll be holding a son in your arms. I don't know what you'll be holding in your arms next year, but you'll be holding. 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 holding. Because of the appreciation for what you do, how you serve God. Next year by this time. And she said, You see, the kind of thing you'll be holding next, uh, next year is the kind of thing that your only response will be, No, my Lord. Oh, man of God. Don't deceive me. Don't get my hopes up like that. I like NLT because the way he puts it, it's like me talking. (laughs) Don't mess around with me. Don't joke with me. Don't come and play around. But sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant. And at that time, the following year, she had a son. When you continue to read on, you realize that the son died. And then Elisha came again. And Elisha went into the room with the sun and then lay on the sun, gave the son mouth to mouth, body to body. Then the boy shook and he went outside and said, woman, go inside. Just go and take your child and just go home. Somebody say there's power. There's authority. May you receive that power. May you receive that authority. May you have the blessings that come with serving God. Next year by this time, may you also have a great testimony. The kind of testimony that will let you say, no, my Lord. Oh, no, my Lord. Rise up onto your feet.